0: So for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Caleb, and I'm the pastoral assistant here at Reconcile. So typically it's not me preaching, it would be Pastor Will preaching, um, but he asked me to preach today. So me and my wife, uh, she's sitting in the front row there, uh, we've been going here for almost three years, like two, over two and a half years, um, and I've been working here as a pastoral assistant for a little over a year now. So I like football a lot. When I was a kid, um, if people were to ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would always say I want to be in the NFL when I grow up. I want to be a running back. And a couple years ago at the Super Bowl, the Patriots were playing. I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm a Packers fan, but my wife is a big Patriots fan. And so she she told me, she was like, you got to root for the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And I was like, well, Tom Brady, he's had enough Super Bowl rings, so I really don't want to root for them. But she wanted me to root for them. And so I reluctantly agreed. I was like, all right, I'll I'll root for the Patriots. So the game the game got started and it was it was going. And every time the Patriots scored or something good happened, I would get upset. And then when the other team would do well, I would get excited. And Alina was like, I'm not really sure if you're rooting for the Patriots here. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm rooting for the Patriots. I want the Patriots to win. But that's not what I was showing and what I was doing. And so we are in a series in the book of Jonah. And Jonah is a foolish prophet. And that's kind of of the position that he's in right here. He says that he is a prophet of God. He's doing the stuff for God. But if you look in his heart, you can see that he really doesn't care about the things that God cares about. You're like, you say you're a prophet, Jonah, but, but your actions are showing me otherwise. You're doing the opposite thing. And God, God, as as we saw last week, God had compassion on Nineveh and they repented. But Jonah didn't share that same compassion that God had on Nineveh. And Jonah was called to be a voice of God in his culture, but the problem is that he didn't have the heart of God for his culture. And God keeps giving him second chances throughout the book over and over and over and over again. But he keeps rejecting what God wants and he decides to come up with his own plan and do what he wants to do instead. And so that's where we find ourselves in Jonah chapter 4. So if you turn to Jonah chapter 4, we're going to start in verse 1. He had just preached to the city, and the city repented. It says, Now Jonah was greatly displeased and became furious. He prayed to the Lord, Please, Lord, isn't this what I said while I was still in my own country? That's why I fled to Tarshish in the first place. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love, and one who relents from sending disaster. And now, Lord, take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Let's pray. God, thank you that that you use foolish prophets Thank you that that even when we don't have our life together, even when our heart doesn't match your heart, you have grace and compassion on us. God, I pray that as I preach this morning, that you would empower me by the Holy Spirit to speak your words. God, I pray that you would work in our hearts and you would help us to believe your word. And would you help shape our hearts to live like your word says. Would you change us this morning through the word by your spirit? I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So the first thing that we learn from Jonah in this passage is that we can be religious without having a changed heart. In verse one, it says, Jonah was greatly displeased and became furious. Now think about all that Jonah had just been through. He had just preached to the city of Nineveh and the Ninevites decided to repent and turn from their sin. What what do you think his reaction should be in that situation? You think he'd be excited. You think he'd be happy, but instead he becomes greatly displeased and angry. He's furious with God. He's like, why did they repent? Why did they turn from their sin? Why did you have compassion on them? This, this shows us that, that Jonah was doing the things that God told him to do. He was doing the right things, but his heart still hadn't changed. His heart was still in the same place that he was in in chapter 1 when he first ran from God. He still didn't like the Ninevites. He still didn't have compassion on them. And Jonah, Jonah was a hypocrite because of this. He refused to extend the same compassion that was given to him. Think about how much compassion God had had on Jonah up to this point, right? In the beginning, God appeared to Jonah to give him a message. That in itself is compassion and grace. And then Jonah, when he heard the message, he ran. He went the opposite direction. It's like God told him to go to Charlotte. He starts going to Atlanta. He goes the opposite way. And God is gracious to him again, and he shows up through a storm to try to teach him a lesson, to try to get him to turn back and to obey him. And Jonah goes the opposite way again. He says, no, I'd rather, I'd rather just kill myself than do what you've told me to do. So he jumps into the ocean, and then God shows compassion again. He sends a fish to save him. And then finally, he reluctantly agrees to go into the city. So he goes to Nineveh, he preaches. And now when they've repented, he's still angry and he's furious that they've repented. God had showed Jonah so much grace, so much mercy, so much compassion. And Jonah is a hypocrite because he's mad that God is showing this same compassion on other people. It's like it's like the Pharisees in in Jesus' time. When Jesus was on the earth, the Pharisees, they did all of the right stuff. They 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 obeyed God, but their hearts hadn't been changed. They didn't have heart God's heart. They might have been doing the right things like Jonah did. He preached the message. He did what he was supposed to. But, he, but their hearts were not changed, and Jonah's heart was not changed. I think that's a warning for us is that we can do all of the right things. We can go to church. We can read our Bible. We can come to the prayer meeting. We can do the stuff we're supposed to be doing. But if our hearts are not changed, if our heart does not love God, if, we're, if it's not flowing out of a deep relationship with God, then we can be like Jonah and we can be a hypocrite. The second thing we learn is that a changed heart understands God's compassion. In verse 2, it says, He prayed to the Lord, Please, Lord, isn't this what I said when I was still in my own country? That's why I fled toward Tarshish in the first place. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love, and one who relents from sending disaster. Think about what Jonah is saying here. Like, what in the world? You're mad that God is gracious. You're mad that God is compassionate. You're mad that God is slow to anger. You're upset that he's abounding in faithful love and he relents from sending disaster. Like, what kind of a God do you want? Do you want a God who gets angry quickly, sends disaster to people, does not love people, has no compassion on people? This is how messed up Jonah's thought process is, is that he's upset that God is gracious. That's the aspect of God that most people want to cling to. Most people get excited about. The thing thing that was wrong with Jonah is that he loved God's forgiveness when it was for him. And I think that's true of us a lot of the times. I know it's true for me, that I love when God has grace on me. I love when God has compassion on me, when he forgives me, like keep pouring it on. I'm ready for it. But, but as soon as God starts showing mercy and compassion on other people, I can find myself getting upset. Like, why, did, why, did, why do you forgive this person? Don't you know what they've done? Don't you know the evil that they have done? And the the root of that is that we think too highly of ourselves. We think of ourselves as better than we actually are. That's what Jonah's problem was. He didn't see that he was in need of the same compassion that God showed on the Ninevites. And a lot of the times we can think of ourselves too highly. We think we're better than we actually are. And so when God shows compassion on other people, we can get upset and say, why are you showing compassion on them? Because we don't understand that God has shown compassion to us, that he has shown mercy to us. And so it would make sense that he would show mercy and compassion on other people as well. When we see evil around us, a lot of the times we refuse to see the seed of that evil in our own hearts. Like when we turn on the news in the morning and we find that someone had shot someone, we can get real upset about that, real outraged. But if we look in our own heart, we see that the seed of anger is in there. The seed of the evil that we see around us is in ourselves. And we need to look into ourselves before we are looking at others and condemning them and being upset that God has forgiveness. And where does this lead us to when we do that? Unrepentance leads us to despair. Look at verse 3. It says, Now, Lord, take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Jonah is so upset that God has mercy, that God is compassionate, and he's so self he's he's so delusional in his thinking that the fact that God is compassionate and merciful makes him upset to the point where he wants to die. He's like, "I can't live in a world where you are gracious to people." Think about the irony of that statement. We all know that we need forgiveness. We all know that we need mercy, that we need compassion shown to us. I know that I I need compassion in my heart. But so often when God shows mercy to other people, I get upset about it. Because I forget that I need that same mercy that he shows to other people. Think about this. This is kind of the, the cry of our culture right now with cancel culture. We see, we see a, a leader make a mistake and we should hold people accountable for their mistakes. But one mistake and we yell, cancel them, get rid of them. Get rid of everything. God is a God of justice and he will repay evil. But before we cry justice, we need to look into our own hearts and see if that, if that same evil is in us. Before we cry justice, we need to look to God and say, have you shown me compassion in this area? Have you shown me grace in this area? And I bet the answer is yes. Because God is compassionate and he is gracious to people. And then let's look at verse 4. So the Lord Lord responds to Jonah. He, He asks him, is it right for you to be angry? Think about all the stuff that Jonah had done up to this point. He had ran from God. He had jumped into the ocean rather than obeyed God. Then when he finally obeyed God and went to the city and preached, he got upset and he left the city. This is God showing unconditional compassion and mercy on Jonah. He shows up. He just asks him a question. He doesn't cancel him. He doesn't doesn't strike him down. He doesn't get rid of him. He graciously and lovingly keeps coming after Jonah and keeps pursuing Jonah. Jonah. God is patient to Jonah. God is gentle with Jonah. And God keeps pursuing Jonah, even though Jonah keeps running the opposite direction. He keeps running from everything God tells him to do. God keeps coming after him and coming after him and coming after him and showing him compassion and mercy and love and grace. He wants Jonah to experience his compassion. He wants him to experience his love. But Jonah still doesn't get it. Jonah still doesn't get that God is compassionate. And so he leaves. Look at verse 5. It says, Jonah left the city and found a place east of it. He made himself a shelter there and sat in its shade to see what would happen to the city if sometimes if we have unrepentant sin if there's if there's some sin in our heart that we're just refusing to to let go of refusing to repent of it can take us off of the mission that God has for us God has a mission in this world he wants to see people come to him he wants to see people changed and people transformed He wants to show grace to people, and he wants to use us as instruments of that. He invites us to come alongside him and join him in his mission. But if we are in unrepentant sin, if if we don't understand God's heart and God's compassion and his mercy, ultimately we will choose to leave that mission. And it will take us off course. If we look in, in, in chapter 3, it says that the city was a three-day journey. And we'll see that, jo- that Jonah had only gone in one day. So, it's a, so the city is really big. It takes three days to go through. And Jonah had gone one day in. So he's a third of the way done. And he had preached and the people repented. But after he saw the repentance, he got upset and he left. He never finished. He never went all the way through the city. He didn't completely do what God had told him to do. And God still is gracious to him. He is still compassionate to him. He still shows mercy and he still chooses to pursue Jonah, even though Jonah, even though Jonah is a foolish prophet. And so God responds again to Jonah. Look at verse 6. It says, Then the Lord God appointed a plant, and it grew over Jonah to provide shade for his head to rescue him from his trouble. And Jonah was greatly pleased with the plant. When dawn came the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the plant, and it withered. As the sun was rising, God appointed a scorching east wind. The sun beat down on Jonah's head so much that he almost fainted and he wanted to die. He said, "It's better for me to die than to live." Then God asked Jonah, "Is it right for you to be angry about the plant?" "Yes, it's right," he replied. "I'm angry enough to die." So God, so so Jonah's just not getting it, right? God keeps trying to show Jonah over and over and over again that he is compassionate, that he is merciful, that he has grace on foolish people. But Jonah just doesn't get it. He keeps running the opposite way, doing exactly what God doesn't want him to do. And so God is gracious again, and he's compassionate again, and he decides that he is going to teach Jonah a lesson that he's going to send Jonah a trial so that he can finally maybe understand God's compassion. So he, so he sends him a plant and he's, he's out in the desert. So there's a plant that grows up over him and he's excited about it. He's like, yo, this plant is dope. And then God sends a worm to eat the plant and the plant withers. And then Jonah is so upset That the plant has died. That he says, God, just kill me now. I'm ready. There's no reason for me to be alive. And then God comes to him and he asks him, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? Think about how many times Jonah had left God. How many times God came to him, he said, Preach the message. Jonah went the opposite way, he sent a storm. He jumped into the ocean. He finally went to the city and then he left. And God keeps coming after Jonah. He keeps having compassion on him, he keeps having mercy on him. Some people say that God is a gentleman, he'll wait for you to come to him. This is not what we see in this story. We see that Jonah over and over and over and over and over again runs from God, goes the opposite direction, and God keeps chasing him. He keeps pursuing him because he wants him to experience his compassion. He wants him to understand his grace and how much he loves people. And Jonah is just not getting it. So God continues to pursue him and he decides to discipline him to send him through a trial so that Jonah would understand his his compassion and his heart for people. A lot of the times when people are going through trials, they'll ask the question, is God mad at me? Is, Is this God's wrath? Is he punishing me for something? Hebrews 12 says that God disciplines those that he loves. So if you are in a trial, if you are in a hard time, you can know that God is not punishing you. This is not God's wrath. Instead, God is trying to teach you something. He's trying to grow you in an area. He's wanting you to learn something about his character. And it's not easy when you go through discipline. It's not fun when you go through a trial. No one enjoys it. In verse eight, it says there was a scorching sun that it beat down on his head and he wanted to faint and he wanted to die. It's not enjoyable when you go through a trial, but you can hold on to hope knowing that God is sending you through this trial because he wants you to know something about his character. He wants you to know something about his heart. He wants you to understand something about him that you don't right now understand. And he's growing you through those trials. In fact, if you're asking the question, is God punishing me? In Romans 1, it, sh- it, it, it tells us what God's wrath is. It says, God's wrath is revealed against man in that he gave them over to their passions. So if everything is going right for you right now, if you are able to sin without, being, without guardrails, if you can do everything that you want to do right now, that is actually God's wrath. God's grace is that He puts you through trials. His grace is that He sets up guardrails to protect you from hurting yourself and from hurting other people. And then God responds to Jonah and He teaches him about His compassion. In verse 10. The Lord said, you cared about the plant, which you did not labor over and did not grow. It appeared in a night and perished in a night. So may I not care about the great city of Nineveh, which has more than 120,000 people who cannot distinguish between their right and their left, as well as many animals." So this story is just as much about God showing compassion on Jonah as it is God showing compassion on Nineveh. That, that, that last line that they can't distinguish between their right and their left is like they don't, they don't have any grasp on morality. They have no idea what is right or wrong. They have no idea what direction they're supposed to go in. God has compassion on and God cares about people who have no moral code people who have no idea what god wants god wants them to know his heart he wants to show compassion on them he wants to teach them his law he wants them to repent and he wants to show mercy on them and the second thing is that is, is the the second thing about the story is that god shows compassion on jonah now jonah is a hypocrite He's teaching about God, but he doesn't actually have God's heart. He, wants, he, he doesn't want people to follow God even though he's teaching them about God. He's a hypocrite. And what this story shows us is that God cares about hypocrites. God wants to show compassion on hypocrites. He wants to show mercy on people who are going through the motions, doing the stuff they're supposed to be doing, but not actually caring at all about God and his heart. And God keeps pursuing these people, the Ninevites and Jonah. He keeps pursuing them. He keeps showing compassion. He keeps showing mercy. He keeps showing grace. He keeps trying to teach them his heart even though neither of them want to listen. The Ninevites didn't know anything about God, and Jonah knew about God, but he didn't care. And God says, I love you both. I want you both to be my people. I want you both to experience the life that I can give you. The blessed life. The life of joy and of peace and of hope. God cares about foolish people. God cares about me. I'm a foolish person a lot of times. A lot of times I find myself like Jonah, that I'm self-righteous. I'm puffed up. I think that I'm better than I actually am. But God has grace on me. He has compassion on me. And he has compassion for you today. Man, God has so much compassion. God pursues us so much that Jesus actually left heaven and he came to the earth and he lived a perfect life and died on the cross for us, for our sins. We didn't deserve anything but his wrath, but he came and he died to show us grace so that we could be forgiven, so that we could follow him, so we could repent. God's compassion led Jesus all the way to the cross. And so if you ask the question today, does God care about me? Does God know what I'm going through? Yes, the answer is yes. God knows you, God cares about you, God has compassion on you, God is pursuing you. Jesus on the cross is God's forever statement of what he thinks about you. That's how much he cares about you. Is that he was willing to lay his own life down so that we could be forgiven, so that we could follow him. So so if you're if you're wondering today, does God care about me? Does he know what I'm going through? Why why is this happening to me right now? It's because God wants you to know his character. And the answer is yes, he knows and he cares. So let's pray. God, thank you that you are a God of compassion, that you are a God who is slow to anger, abounding in faithful love. God, thank you that you show grace and you show compassion on foolish people. You show compassion compassion on people who don't know who you are. You show compassion on people who do know who you are, but reject you. God, would you show compassion today? Would you change our hearts? Would you help us to follow you? Would you help us to understand who you are and what you've done for us in Jesus on the cross? Jesus, help us to not be self-righteous. Help us to not be puffed up and arrogant, thinking that that we're better than we actually are. Would you help us to see our sin in its real light and see your grace as greater? Jesus, thank you for your grace on the cross. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.